0: Good evening, and I uh, I pray that uh, that you've had a wonderful day. Wow, um, it was a beautiful day with a little bit of rain, I think. But overall, it was beautiful, and uh, I hope that you were able to enjoy the the day. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in this evening as we are continuing our study through the book of Job and really trying to understand the hardships of life, trying to understand the moments of life that we can under- explain the hardship and difficulties that come into life. And if you've been studying Job with us, um, I think you've seen that Job has been through horrendous things. He has went through death, pain, heartache, suffering, And Last night, we looked at, excuse me, two nights ago, we looked at how even in the most difficult times of life, even in the times of life, in chapter 7 we looked, when pain and suffering and heartache is overwhelming us. To the point where we just don't want to have to fight anymore. That we can be honest with God. We can be honest in our prayers. We can be uh, honest in our tears. And that God can handle it. I explained to you just a moment last night about, as a pastor, it's the hardest thing to do is to Um, watch the people that you shepherd, watch the people that you get the privilege to serve struggle, and it seemed like God not answered the prayers. My oldest daughter described it like this. Recently, as one of our elderly church members had died, a lady that her and my daughter shared a birthday with, she said, Dad, that's what's so hard about church. It's like I continually lose grandmas and grandpas because she gets close to them and, and they're in our life and we're in theirs and, and they pass away and it's that challenge. And as she said that to me, it really resonated with me um, because that's true. And when we come to the 8th chapter of Job, Job has been telling his friends that I don't know of any sin in my life that would cause this. He says, I don't understand why God has allowed this. And he says, but if I have done something, God, show me what I've done. And his friends in chapter 8 begin to say, Job, you just need to repent. Job, there is something that you are not telling us that's going on in your life. Listen to what it says in verse 2. How long will you speak these things, and the word of your mouth be like a strong wind? Does God subvert judgment, or does the Almighty pervert judgment? If your sons have sinned against Him, He has cast them away for their transgressions. If you would earnestly seek God and make your supplications to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place. You see, they just tell Job, this is all your fault, that you're wicked, that you're evil and that you've done something, and God makes no mistakes. And I want to be clear tonight that I don't think Job's friends meant to harm him. I don't think that Job's friends meant to give him bad advice. But I think they were used by Satan to give terrible advice. I think they were, in their pride and arrogance and very self-righteous judgment, Not only didn't help Job, they added to his problems. And that's how Satan works. Satan will try to convince you that, well, if you'd have been a better husband, this divorce would have never happened. If you'd have been a better parent, that child wouldn't have become a prodigal. If you'd have done this different, you wouldn't be having these troubles now. Satan does that to me. Satan will say, Jake, well, if you were a better pastor, this family wouldn't have left. Or, Jake, if you were a better pastor, this would happen. And that's not saying that we don't need to get right with God and seek his face and follow him better. But Satan will constantly bombard you with the what-ifs and that you should have. And you have to be very careful, especially in the difficult moments of life, with the what-ifs and the should-haves. Because when tragedy strikes, when difficulties come, and we ask, what if I'd have done this? Or what if I would have went this way? Or what if I'd have made this decision? Satan begins to creep into your mind and to doubt that God is in control. Now, are there consequences for bad decisions? Absolutely. Are there decisions that we wish we would have made differently? Absolutely. But Satan will try to convince you in those times when it's above your abilities or above your understanding to convince you that what if you would have never went to church there in the first place? What if you'd have never married that person? What if you'd have never went to that doctor? And you begin to doubt and you begin to blame yourself. Conviction is from the Lord. When God convicts me of losing my temper, when God convicts me of saying something I shouldn't, when God convicts me of thinking something that I shouldn't, that's from the Lord. But what Satan will try to do is convict you that you are the failure. Like they did Job. God can't be wrong, but they didn't understand that God was doing something different, not wrong. And so tonight I really want you to hear that, that if you live in the what-if moments, you will never find joy. You'll never find peace. You'll never find any sense of being satisfied in God because you'll always ask what if? What if I hadn't taken that vacation? What if I hadn't spent that money? What if all you can do is ask for forgiveness and do different today than you did yesterday? But not only will Satan work in the what ifs, he'll work in the should haves. You see, because many times we wonder what could have been. But sometimes we say it should have. And what that means is I did everything that I was supposed to do. This should not have happened to me. I I read my Bible. I prayed. I, I went to church. I tried to be a good person. This should not have happened happened to me. Or I should have gotten that promotion. I should have gotten that recognition. I should have got that inheritance. You see, and Satan will begin to bring resentment. You see, Satan wants you to doubt and he wants you to resent. And that's what Job's friends was really doing to Job. They were trying to to help him, but they end up causing doubt and resentment. And so tonight, I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what your burden is. I don't know if it's physical or if it's spiritual or if it's emotional. But don't live in the what if. Say, Lord, I don't know what's going on and what's happening, but in today, Lord... I ask that you would supply me the grace that I need because your grace is sufficient. But I also want you to be careful in the should have. That moment of I should have gotten this. I should have this. Because it'll bring resentment. It'll bring the uh, contempt. And God doesn't want that for your life. And so tonight, two things. Don't live in the what if be careful of the should have and be willing to get along with God when you've made the mistake, but also don't believe the lie when Satan comes dragging up your past, dragging up your failures, dragging up your mistakes. You trust what God has said to you and the promises that he's given you. And so as always, like I said, I, Hope to be with you tomorrow night. I uh, got a lot going on, it seems like, in this season of life. And, uh, and I pray that these devotions would help you. And if always, if I can ever pray for you, um, please send me a message, prayer request. Um, I have office hours here at church. If I can ever sit down with you and help you, uh, I would love to do that as well. And, um, my phone number is on the church website. And um, and just feel free that if I can ever be a, a help to you, don't hesitate. And so may God richly bless you. And if the Lord is willing, I look forward to being with you tomorrow night. God bless.